Welcome back to Pressing Forward, the podcast, a weekly motivational, inspirational, and educational podcast for all listeners. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We are streaming on all major platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon, Audible, Stitcher, just to name a few. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pressing Forward Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Pressing FWD Pod. Content will be uploaded constantly, so be on the lookout. Um, I grew up on a sneaker form called Sneaker Play. That's where I actually got my start with pretty much everything. And the shit we used to say to each other, we just, <laughs> like, I just remember one weekend there was this event in Cleveland. I think it was Cleveland Got Souls. And this guy I knew, he just said, you know, um, hello, hello. Hey, he said something really stupid. Like he said that the lounge to this hotel was gay. And everybody was like, all right, cool. We've been waiting for you to say something. And people who hadn't <laughs> been on the site in years logged in to air their grievances from him bumming food, to him not paying for gas. Um, I remember he lied about a job he got to me so he could borrow $5 that he never paid back. And it's just like, oh, this is why I love shoes. Like, I come for the shoes, but stay for the drama. This is like crazy. Like, they're really fighting over some kicks. Oh, yeah. Like, don't get into the culture, but just sit there and observe. Like, my wife learned I'm a shit starter, but I'm not a fighter. So I'll sit there and like, oh, man, you let him say that to you? And watch the chaos just snowball. So I, I, I love when like they have beef. It's so funny. I've always, I've always been into sneakers. Like just because I played basketball, just naturally I grew up playing basketball. So sneakers has always been a part of my thing. Like go to the court, people see fresh kicks on your feet. They're like, yo, where you get those from? And then you lying like, yo, my cousin work at Foot Locker in New York. It's <laughs> exclusive to New York. So, but to no, me- No, but then she actually had me who worked at Finish Line. Yeah, but eventually Deanna was working oh. at the finish line. So I was getting the 30% off, you see? See, you're smart. <laughs> no woman in my life. No, the one time I had a woman in my life that was in the sneakers, she was actually like, I'm not going to put it out there. Her dad is a famous rapper. And we met in high school, had no idea until she came to school with like his shoes on three months early. Like, no, ew, no, no. <laughs> um, well, nobody knows who it is. So her dad was in Daylight Soul and she had the Daylight Highs. I had a I had a panic attack in high school. I'm just like, oh, why are you oh selling God. me like this? <laughs> <laughs> and then the wildest part was like, sure, I can my dad can get you a pair. You got a size 11. I'm like, I wear a nine and a half. And the stupid in me is like, yo, take those shoes, flip and make the money. But it's like, I like her. And it's I'm sure no girl wants to find out the boy that's trying to date her is selling like the shoes her dad gave him as a gift. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great segment to our introduction to this podcast. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Pressing Forward, the podcast. Deanna is back with us, guys. We'll get I'm into bad. that. I'm back. We'll get into that in a little <laughs> bit. But we have a very special guest with us uh, today. Uh, Devon. What's up, man? Hello, hello. How are or how is everyone out there? Uh, excuse me if I'm weird because I'm a weird guy, but hopefully we'll have fun. We're going to have a lot of fun on this episode. This episode really, and we're going to get into it a little bit, um, but Davon, him and I um, became friends on Twitter via sneaker Twitter. We were just talking about that. So shout out to all the sneaker heads out there. Davon, I'm going to kind of give like a little introductory introduction of you. And then okay. you can kind of tell us what you want the people to really know about you. So I had Davon send me a little bit of uh, information about himself. And he really said he started getting fresh in seventh grade. He started calling <laughs> sneaker shops for SBs. He, he started out young. Okay. He started He's out not young. new to this. He true to this. Okay. He ended up trading a hoodie for a pair of Porsche sunglasses, y'all. 
And then he had two obsessions. The two obsessions were sunglasses and sneakers. Now this man has a two businesses. One is with his lovely wife called Winsaults. We'll get into that. It's a card game. We got to cop that, Diana. As soon as the pandemic's over and we can have people at our house, that's what oh, the first game we play. Absolutely. <laughs> but the other um, business that he has is in search of. Davon, can you tell the people, like, what is, what is it that you want them to know about you before we un- unravel all of this weirdness, quote unquote, of Davon? <laughs> all right. So, offer it. Everyone should know that I am a sneaker degenerate, a weirdo that wears sunglasses at nights, and I made a card game being mean to my wife that somehow ended up becoming an actual thing that people want to buy. <laughs> and like you said, I, I really live this. I'm, I'm 32. I still cry when I don't get shoes. I still cry when I get shoes. I uh, just had like my three-year-old son is in the sneakers. So I, I really live this. And that's what the core of In Search Of is. It is my passions combined. Um, it's actually a triple threat. I'm a super big Pharrell fan. And that, like his first album with his group, NERD, was In Search Of. So like a super fan, I named my business after that. But I'm always in search of the next big thing, the next cool thing. So I live for shoes. So In Search Of is my web store where I sell vintage sunglasses, shoes, and occasionally, whatever I feel like. That's why it's such a weird name, but it's In Search Of. If you're in search of something wavy, I'm the guy for you. That's 100%. Noted. You had a a pair of um, the Navy college dunks, man. I just slept on them. I should have copped them. I was like, I'm going to get them when I get paid this week. The craziest thing is that's not the first time she's done that. She's always like, oh, babe, look at these sneakers. Like, I really want them. I'm like, okay, so get them. She's like, no, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And then she kicks herself in the butt later on because she's like, man, I should have gotten them when I saw them. And I'm like. Well, I told you to get them. You wanted to wait. (laughs) Something I learned years ago. My mother's favorite saying is, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. And I told her that's a fucking lie. (laughs) That is a lie. Mom, you're a liar. (laughs) Yeah, That's what I said. She actually cost me a pair of Tiffany SBs. Because she's like, all right, I'll give you my card when I wake up. Yes, they were on Steve for for $60. And I'm like, Mom, please, please just give me the advance on my allowance. If you you get them, if you get them <laughs> after that, no. So can you, I know you wait, said- Wait, wait, before we get into that, before we get into that, the Kobe's that you wanted. So I'm not a sneakerhead like Maisha is. Mm. She wanted the Grinches. <laughs> and early in the morning, she had like five people, five of her friends all trying to get them. And she's like, Deanna, you got to try to get them. You got to try them. I was like, all right, whatever, whatever. I know she really wanted them. I'm like, all right, we're going to try. So I, I'm on my phone and- couple minutes later says got him and I was like oh Maisha here I got him she was running through the house she was like oh my god you got him I was like yeah I got him so my excitement came from knowing that this was a pair of sneakers that she's been wanting and I got him but I was just like oh yeah no she's downplaying (laughs) she's downplaying the way she was like she was like I'm like dang man I still have a hit blah 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 she was like look she's like oh no she was like look I got them. And I'm like, what? I'm like screaming. I'm jumping. I almost jumped off the bed. Very nonchalant with it. Yeah, very nonchalant, man. (laughs) But yeah, I end up, I end up copping two pair of Kobe Grinches, man. Um, One, one's to save. uh, I'm actually trying to look out for a friend. Uh, But, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my love for sneakers, man. So. um, You're speaking to me because it's funny. 
how you hit for your wife is how my wife hit the off-white fours for me and the uh <laughs> what is it, the fragment threes. Cause she knows 10 a.m. Saturday morning, I already loaded up sneakers. What is it? And she's like, oh, I got them. And I'm flipping, like, I'm not athletic at all. I'm picking her up. I'm doing like I'm doing <laughs> ballet moves. I hit the Travis Scott sixes for my son. Like I've been trying to get some hype shoes for me and my son. And I hit both like the Travis Sixes, the tan ones, and my size and his almost flipped the mattress. Like it's like a drug. It's just like, oh, oh no, I got a new hit. Ah! All right. And you and it keeps you coming back. So I actually put myself on the limit this month of July. No more. I uh, the month of June, I bought like four, five pairs of kicks. I only got two feet. There's only 30 days in a month. There's no way I'm going through all of these shoes. I try to justify the purchases. Because, you know, like you said, I, I, I tried to chill because I had a lot last month and the month before that. And I kept a lot of it. My wife was just like, so so you lie. Yeah, I'm a junkie. I'm addicted. She will stop. not admit it. She's like, oh, I'm getting these sneakers because I want to sell them. Da, 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 da. And then the box comes in and I'm like, wait a minute. That's her size. Wait a minute. They still it. Hold on. You know, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes what she doesn't, what she fails to realize is uh, I get these shoes, <laughs> but I'll get two pairs and I'll get a pair in a bigger size. I sell those. So that way my pair was technically free because I sold the other pair. You see how the, that works? See? The only thing is, the only good thing is that we wear the same size. So I can oh, wear see, her sneakers. <laughs> so once in a while, I'll put some some of her sneakers on. And she's like, wait a minute, what's that on your feet? And I'm like, uh, well, you you already know what they are. <laughs> oh man. No, I, I totally understand. Like, this is sad. The Travis Scott uh one's supposed to be dropping tonight. And I got I got Zoom over here. I got browse over here. I told my wife, like, look, I'm gonna be stealthy. I'm not gonna interrupt the show. Uh if you if I start screaming, I apologize if I hit. <laughs> like if you if you hit I do. If you hit on this show. It would probably be our most streamed show ever. Because that would be classic. <laughs> and we're, if you hit, we're putting up a video with this show, oh, too. Yeah. Don't oh, do yeah. video. You got you got to edit out my my wine, though. You just got to edit that out. <laughs> you're 21. You're over 21. You're good. So with all of that, people that don't, aren't into sneakers, this is a real, it's a real thing. Um, I know you said glasses and sneakers and everything. And I, I didn't even think of the in search of with the, with the NERD. That's yeah, a classic. No I one love catches Pharrell. the reference. I love Pharrell. So I love that. Once you said it, by the mm-hmm. way, if you haven't checked out Drinking Champs, his episode on there, phenomenal. I got checked it out. I always phenomenal. miss Drinking Champs because really, people talk mm-hmm. about Nori getting drunk. <laughs> I mean, they do get, they, they get pretty lit on there, but it's phenomenal episode. So Going back to everything, can you kind of talk about your first business adventure and that's with In Search Of or was it with Winsaults? So it was originally with In Search Of. That's actually the eighth anniversary is coming up on the 1st of August. So with that, it actually spawned from me being a broke kid with too many shoes. Um, So around college age, like the end of high school, I did one year of college because school ain't for me. School is not for everybody. Oh, no, not at all. I tell kids all the time. It's it's (laughs) trash. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I'm i like, I have 11 out of 10 luck stat. Like, I'll miss on a pair of white on white Air Forces just because I want them. And then I'll hit on like a Jordan, like a Travis Scott one. Just stupid stuff like that. But it was even better back in the day. So I've got all these SPs, I got forces, I got all this other stuff. And I have an addictive personality. It's like, you got to make money off of your shoes. Me so too, even man. before Me I too. had the name, yeah, it's, 
But even before I had the name, I always set up and said, I'm going to sell these shoes for stuff I don't like, the stuff that I've worn out, so I can keep money coming in so it's not just a money pit per se. And I was doing that from high school up until the freshman year of college. And I was on sneaker play to talk with my boy. And I don't know if anybody remembers this video, but Lupe's Fiasco's I Got You video, he had on this incredible incredibly ugly Mac Daddy hoodie. And I was messing with this girl from New York. She's like, oh, I'm going to get that hoodie for you. Yada, yada, yada. And she ended up buying the hoodie for herself and then made me pay her. For it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I got this hoodie. It's horrible. She's not going to give me my money back. Um, so I put it up and my man's, he was like, yo, I got these Porsche like frames and you got a big ass head. Trade me the hoodie for these big ass glasses. And so now, because it's... <laughs> They will always hear me complain. Like, I loved glasses, but <laughs> I got a big head and no glasses would fit me. So we did the trade. And these Porsches, they're just like classic aviators. But you can flip up the middle of the bridge and swap the lenses out. So I have a bunch of lenses. I'm like 18 at the time. You know, all I'm thinking about is being fresh, trying to get girls. So I'm in the middle of class, like, oh, change my lenses. Did you just change your glasses? Fly, guy. <laughs> you know, I... You know, I I always try to be different. And after that, I'm like, okay, this this might have a little merit to it. So then I bought one pair. Then I bought another pair. Next thing I know, I got an entire table full of frame. And I was like, all right, Davon, the rule is still in effect. You have to start selling frame. And a lot of people don't know. There's a sunglasses culture just like the sneaker culture. Like, we sit up there, we research and stuff. People are reminiscing about stuff. They get hyped for certain pairs. And I got fully engrossed in that. So it became like a second family. I'm copying shoes. I'm copying glasses. And I actually ended up getting recruited to work for my friend, Vintage Frames in Canada. So I went up there to learn the business with him. And I came home and was like, okay, I've learned everything I could. Well, a majority of what I could for glasses. I've learned how to run a business. Uh, I've been selling shoes long enough. I know all the ins and outs of using PayPal. How to avoid scams. Sorry. All that other nonsense. Let me make this official. And on August 1st, 2013, made my site and I slowly just grew from time on like time and time. Like Instagram was a huge help. Yeah. Instagram and Twitter helped me a lot. So what were you working full time at the time or did is this now your full time thing? Did you when did you quit your job? Were you working? How did that work out? So for the most part, I would go. I would have a full-time job because I've done most of my work in customer service. So I'm half-heartedly dead at my job, running my business on my phone. And from time to time, I would quit and go work for somewhere else. Like I had a store in Miami that horribly failed because of my business partners. Came back. I had a horrible job at a bank. And my wife got pregnant and we talked about it. And it's like, you make enough money on the side. Like I'm making more money on in search of than I am at my actual job. If I just stop buying shoes, I can sit up here and I can just work from home doing my business full time. And like a week or two before my son was born back in 2018, I quit. So I have been doing my business full time for a little over three years now. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's... Congrats on all your success too, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I got to touch on this, you know, as a black man, as a black business owner, you know, as far as like going through the process of applying for a loan and everything and starting a business, getting an LLC, tax information, how difficult was that for you being a black man? It's, if you noticed any anything, any discrepancies, any little things that were just like, damn, like this is y'all giving me the run around almost. <laughs> so one thing I learned how to play the game. I have a phenomenal professional voice. 
So, you know, you get me in the phones. Like, I don't code know what he switch. is. Like, it's a thing. Code oh, switch is a thing. It's beautiful. You don't even know you're from Baltimore <laughs> at that point, right? Uh-huh. I mean, not at all. Hello, I am from Baltimore. <laughs> but for the most part, I've actually tried to stay away from any sort of loans just because working in a bank and seeing how it can crush you. Also being young and stupid and having a credit card when, you know, new drops are happening. We try to keep that as small as possible. Um, But I actually was lucky because my stepfather grew up. I mean, well, growing up, my stepfather, he's actually a successful entrepreneur. So he showed me a lot of the ins and outs and he actually does my taxes and everything for me. So he has saved me a lot of trouble because Seeing what people go through, not even just being black, but trying to be an entrepreneur, the tax code screw you over. I mean, they're changing the tax laws now. So if you work for yourself, you have to report all kinds of stuff. And it's just it's just disadvantageous for anybody. But especially if you're black, it's hard enough. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. (laughs) Exactly. And I don't hide the fact that I was very, very blessed to have a stepfather who was an entrepreneur because when we started doing wind salts, it was a lot more toward just with trying to secure things. And now that we're getting into manufacturing, you have to keep more notes on everything instead of like, all right, I copped this, I sold this, and that's how much, you know, I owe. It's a lot that goes into building a business that you really don't realize. You know, me like my wife keeps saying this quote, every overnight success took five years. And then you see like the yeah, you see the blood, sweat, sweat and tears that goes into it. Because people always say they think, you know, be your own boss, then you never have to work. No, that that that's a lot. You probably work more now than you did when you was working under somebody. Exactly. You know, I have to find materials. So I'm always looking for new glasses, I'm looking for new shoes with wind salts. I'm not a writer, I'm a talker. My wife is out here, she's writing stuff, she's putting in pitches. Uh, we're applying for grants. We're applying for di- different things. We're trying to learn how to do uh, ads. It It's hard. And something that's wild to me, uh, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but I don't care. <laughs> they have things where if you're applying for grants or opportunities specifically for Black businesses, you have to get documentation or join some sort of a group to prove that you're Black. Like, I'm willing to down, but it's like a certification of like, excuse my language, it's a nigga card, essentially. Like, you got to get the, the black, black code, your Black card. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, that's insane. I have to pay money to prove, to that, prove I'm that I'm Black so I can get stuff for disenfranchised people. Mm-mm-mm. It's like a double, double negative that's against you, against you. Hey, Are we insane. for you? But you got to prove that we got to be for you and then you can get what we give you. I think you might just send in like a portion, like just cut off a little piece of your skin and just mail that in. I think that should be enough. Until I want to do DNA, DNA test. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like, yo, we got a swab. You make sure. We got, you, we got a swab, you know, a little 23 and me action going on. <laughs> That's it, it's, out of this world. It's wild. And it's like, again, I am truly lucky to have had the, let's say, head start that I did. But it, it it's it's wild. Like, it, it's just crazy to think as a black person, you know, you have to prove yourself. And then you have the like, this isn't necessarily blows, but overcoming the stigma of small black business, you know, oh, you know, they never going to ship on time. Everything's a pre-order. I'm probably not going to get it. It's not going to look like this. So you have to get over that inherent bias, which is a huge issue. Like we actually did a study where a guy 
hid the fact that he was black until he sold the company because I forgot the stats. I'm terrible with numbers. But when people see that it's black owned throughout races, they're just like, oh, no, I'm good on this business. It's like oh, there's wow. already a cloud over a black owned business just simply based on the fact that you're black. And then you have people who are like, oh, you know, we want to support black owned businesses. But then they talk all this mess behind you like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to do this or and then the minute something goes wrong, it's like, oh, I should have known. Yeah, and it's like that's the thing. It's like I should have known. And we gotta get out just, of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna discredit people because I've had those experiences where it's like I the first thing I do on a website for like any new business, I don't care what race you are, I check your shipping time frames. And a lot of people always have that. Expect two to four weeks. Now you gotta put that like put that in big letters on the web. Big bold letters. Yeah, they like, have it really, really tiny at the bottom with a little asterisk next to it. Yeah, and it's like, you know, of course, there are so many businesses that are bad at customer service. You can't just say, okay, that's a black problem. No, if I understand what I'm going into and things don't necessarily go well, all right, cool. You put on a website that that happened, but I'm also not just going to chalk everything up to just being a black business. Things happen. You know, we ran into an issue with we were suffering from success in poor planning. We had sold out all of our decks, but we weren't prepared because COVID had come in for us to make new sales. And we went out of our way and I'm sending emails every day. Hey, we're hearing back from the factory. We might have to switch factories. If you want a refund, here's a refund. But if not, please just stay with us. Like you just work that much harder to let people know, like I'm a for real business. Trust me. Right. I'm doing what I have to do. Great communication. Yep. I feel like but like that's the issue is the lack of communication. And like one thing that I could say is I, I I personally feel like I'm pretty good at communicating things. And I know what to I know what I would like to expect with customer service because I've worked in customer service before. And, you know, sometimes when that when that person who you who you're going to for help is giving you the runaround or being dismissive, it's like. You as a person, you got to take a step back and be like, you know what? Maybe they're having a bad day and I'm the first person they're taking it out on. I'm just going to chalk this one up. I'm going to just take it on the chin. Like it has to be reciprocated on both ends, the customer and the customer service. Like you got, it has to be a two way street. Exactly. It's not just one. You can't just blame one person. You kind of touched on it. How has you kind of touched on it a little bit with manufacturing and everything like that, but how has COVID negatively affected both of your businesses and how has it positively affected your businesses? So I'm not to sound like an ass. COVID <laughs> has actually been one of the best things to happen for business and for my family. Because um, my wife was working, she hated her job and it gave her a chance to work from home. So she hated being away from our son, but now I'm actually in the house with my business partner. COVID got her to quit her job. So we're just doing our businesses full time together. And with us working together, when, you know, the gruesome twosome comes together, we do really well. Um, And it's actually started a lot more online initiatives that helped us. Because back at the end of the year, oh, back at the end of 2020, 2Chains actually had held a contest for Black entrepreneurs, uh, the Moneymaker Fund. And yeah, I saw that. This is... Yeah, there's this old meme from Nike Talk with Kobe shooting from the moon. And that's what I told my wife, like all 2020, all 2021, we Kobe shooting from the moon. We still hitting three. I love I just, that. <laughs> like, I just randomly entered the contest because I'm like, it don't cost money. Go for it. Lo and behold, we won. And I'm like, oh, oh, shit, we actually won. Yo, so we really? 
That's yeah. so dope. So we we got a chance to put together a pitch for two chains. And if you liked it, you want money. So my wife is a writer. Like, like I said, I'm not a writer, I'm a talker. She put together like the most professional, uh, what is it called? Uh PowerPoint. You know, we got power clothes on, everything. Of course, I got on a loud ass shirt and chains because it's like <laughs> you don't talk to chains saying it's dressed like a regular. You, person. you gotta you gotta you go all to. the way. You gotta, gotta commit. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know, I'm flashing, I'm like. But I'm still about this. And we ended up getting a standing ovation from him because he's like, you guys are the most prepared people to come to this. And we were awarded $15,000. I love that. Yo, congrats. So I'm so going to give you, I'm not going to stand up, but I'm giving you an ovation definitely for <laughs> All sure. All the applause. Thank you. And it's like, it's crazy, but it's like with COVID happening, our sales have actually increased with people being more so online. It's helped with my sales as well. Even on people out of work, I'm stuck in the house. I want to look good. You know, I can't go out. I still want to get fresh, you know, look in the mirror like, well, I'm going to kill him with COVID over. <laughs> <laughs> so people you, glass. you look good, you feel good. You look exactly. good, you feel good. Yeah. I was going outside to the store. <laughs> My sister was like, did you put makeup on? I was like, sure did. Went to walk the dog. You better believe I filled my brows in. <laughs> oh, no, you got me beat. Like, look, yeah. I might say, hey, but like, oh, you haven't seen me in a year. Let me reintroduce myself. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was going out bumpy. <laughs> like I was saying in like my background, I got fresh in middle school because I was a little dirty kid. And a friend of mine flexed on me so hard. I was like, all right, I'm about to start showering. I'm about to start taking clothes seriously. I want girls. I'm never getting flexed on like this. So COVID has actually put that competitive back, competitiveness back in us. It's just, I'm here with my partner. I'm here with my son. I'm motivated. I want to go. The only downsides with a card game like ours, while you can play it online, you know, virtually, it's nothing like playing a game with a person. And when we went out, like we were doing events just before COVID started and we were shaky because we were still learning a business. Like we just started Winsaults in 2019 and launched on November, I mean, the end of November. So we didn't even really have a chance to go out there and learn the game with other people. And, you know, COVID cases starting to go down. Everyone's vaccinated. And we went out and did our first event after a year of being cooped up and killed it. It was amazing. But with the Delta variant happening, you know, people out here raw dog and air coughing on each other. Not raw dog and air. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I call it. Right? I, you nasty. Like, no, that's that mask funny. On. That's funny. Yo. But it, it, it's made us lock back up. So it's a it's been a gift and a curse. I love that I'm like we've been able to double down, focus on what matters. And something that I've learned, businesses evolve as you go forward. You know, even though I invented the game, it's like having a kid. You know, you meet your kid and it's just like, all right, you're a baby. You can't talk. I don't know where you are. And as they grow, you start to learn. I'm like, oh, OK, I see you. So when salt's. It's nothing like it was when it originally started. And being cooped up in the house has allowed us to learn this. It, it just strengthened our relationship as business partners, as husband and wife. It's it's just been great. It just sucks. And it's like, we can't go outside. We would be so much further if we go outside, shake hands, talk with people without worrying about dying. So That's 100% true. I'm glad that it, it seems just from your trolling on Twitter, <laughs> and um, following your social media presence with uh, Winsaults in, in search of, you guys have like a positive outlook on everything. So no matter like what. I can, I can feel the love coming through 
A hundred percent. Yeah. Like not even with your wife being here, you could just definitely tell that she's motivated you and you've motivated her and Mm -hmm. having your kid has definitely did that for you guys. So kudos to you guys for just not letting anything stop you guys. I assume that COVID would have done something great for you, for you with In Search Of because there was money kind of flowing through the economy. Mm-hmm. But Winsalt's, I, I definitely kind of want to dive deeper into that. I think Deanna wanted to. Oh, absolutely, to, because Deanna I had a lot of questions about Winsalt's. I love okay. a good game night, okay? I can't tell you how many times we played Monopoly. I won every time we played. Um, oh, I like <laughs> with my sister and her wife and my brother, we played Uno gets very complete. We are very competitive. We have some additional rules to Uno, but no Staxies over here. No Staxies. OK, so <laughs> it's funny that you mention it. Winsaults is my answer to Uno. And I'll explain that in a second because I, I didn't want to derail you because I know you had questions, <laughs> but I'll explain it. But it's funny because like Uno. Uno and Monopoly are my game uh-huh. games. Like I love Monopoly, Me and too. I'm a I'm a shitty person when I play Monopoly. <laughs> you gotta and be. Uno, you gotta be. See, people don't like that. <laughs> like I, you know, I lost friends over Monopoly, but it's like I'm a tycoon. I don't care about your feelings. Uh huh. And and Uno Uno is a very very hostile game because, oh, yeah. like you said, you said no taxis. It's so many rules, and it's just like, look, I grew up playing it at, like with a bunch of savages, and I play a very fast and loose game of Uno. So, mm-hmm. so let me ask you before we get more into one salt, you know, what is your what is something that you feel like most accomplished of? Like, what's your what's your thing that's like you have to take a step back and think, like, damn, like I did that, or you and your wife. Damn, we did that. So it's two things. One, like the first one, Winsaults was actually a throwaway joke. And it blows my mind. And it's like, I have the dumbest ideas. I will sit up here, say some stupid shit, laugh about it, forget it. And then someone will come back like five years later, like, yo, you said something to me that really affected me. And like, thank you for that. Like, I did? What? So so Winsaults, it was Valentine's Day. 2019, I burst in the door. My wife is watching some show and I'm like, boom, I'm about to roast you with the letters of your name. <laughs> and I'm just going in like, dah, 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 just hitting it. And I'm just laughing about to walk out the room. And she's like, no, 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 no. Stop. Come in. That's a game. We can do something with that. And Awful we had former session. business partners. Yeah. Like we had former business partners got in group text. I mean, group chat and was like, I give you, I give you my new brilliant, horrible idea. Let's see what we can do with it. <laughs> new brilliant horrible idea and they liked it they, i thought everyone was like all right you're drunk what's wrong with you but they're like no 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 no. this has some legs to it it's like i have what i think is a good idea and everyone's like you should see a doctor that's a horrible idea and then i say Hilarious. something just offhand and people are like no that's great like you like my trash okay um <laughs> But my second, it has to be the two chains moment because when it happened in the moment, I'm like, that's crazy. But then sitting there thinking about it, it's like two chains is one of the flexiest dudes out here. And he actually stood up, gave us a standing ovation and gave us so much praise. And it's just like, again, this was a joke. This was a joke idea that we made. And we're now presenting it to the world, to two chains. And he just was amazed by it because he was like, you know, I was originally going to give you 10,000. 
but because of the presentation, how you came through, you know, you got a kid, I'm going to give you an extra five. And it's just like, thank you. Like that, this just, it, it's wild to me. Like I, like I made a gif out of him giving us applause and I'm just like, well, yeah, I saw that. So I thought, I thought you were trolling again. I'm like, he was like, I forget what the heck the tweet said. Again. <laughs> I thought I forget what the tweet said. It was like something. I'm gonna have to go find it. While Deanna, Deanna has another question for you. I'm gonna go find that bad boy. Give me a second. Yeah, so, so you know, I come from a family like so. It's me, Maisha, um, my cousin. Like we're very, very close, and well, one of Maisha's cousins too. But it's always grind time with them. Always, <laughs> they always grinding each other up. Just coming at each other. So going back to insults, how heated do the games get with your wife? Me and my wife talk shit to each other nonstop. Just, <laughs> you know, I come in a room and I, I got bars for days. Or <laughs> I remember, like, dropped our son off. We in the house getting a little lit. We just going back and forth. We start roasting each other family members. And, you know, if you maybe you be like, are you about to knock a lot? <laughs> we're having a ball. Like everything is jokes with us. But when salts initially, the games start off kind of awkward because just especially if you're playing with strangers. Like, do I really want to call this guy? A bitch? Do it? Nah, I don't know about that. Nah. Next thing you know, people calling each other all kinds of wild stuff. Like the last time we played, this lady was started off timidly. Then she started roasting her husband. And she's like, "R, really? You wore that outside?" And I'm just like, "Oh." Oh, that's how you really feel. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, and the, it, it like it never really gets intense because we try to make the emphasis on it's the game, not you. You know, I'm I'm hitting you over the head. I'm giving you the blues because I want to win, not because I don't like you. Even if I might not like, it's you, all it's about winning. You know that competitive. I'm not like competitive when it comes to like sports or anything like that. But give me like a taboo game. Give me charades. We're winning. I know who I want on my team already. And I'm sorry, but it's not it's you, not Maisha. Me. It's, it's not. not she already knows. She already knows because I know that she's not going to get the references that I'm trying to make. And, you oh, know, so you have the out. same problems I have. Yeah. <sighs> and I, it just frustrates me. I'll be, tr- I try with her. I do. But all right, y'all. I found a tweet. <laughs> I found a tweet. It says, anytime I want to flex, I'm going to start posting 2 chains, giving us a standing ovation. See, I thought the way the tweet is, I legitimately thought you did a side-by-side frame of 2 chains standing up, giving somebody an ovation. So I definitely thought she was trolling on Twitter. <laughs> That's the biggest flex. Okay. I'm going to go retweet flex. that right now because that And I'm going to retweet it after you retweet it because flex on flex. Okay. The shit posts are the true ones. Like, you got to be careful me. When it looks sincere, like I'm being serious about something outside of, like, death or, like, an actual tragedy, those are the lies. The flex is like, no, I actually did this. I don't know how. <laughs> like, don't applaud me. This shouldn't have happened. That is hilarious. Man, this has been so much fun. I hope that you've had fun with us as much as we've had fun with just talking with you. Before we leave this entire thing off, We try, our podcast is really to inspire, motivate, and educate people. So that's why we kind of ask the business questions, everything like that. Based off of everything we talked about today, what is two things that you want to leave our listeners with to inspire or motivate them? Like what's pushed you and what's gotten you to where you are today? And what do you want people to take away? Just two things. 
Two things. All right. Number one, and this is something that I had to learn, your bad ideas aren't that bad. Anytime I think there's something I'm about to say is stupid, I remember the guy who made the pet rock is a fucking millionaire. He sold children a rock and a book and made millions. There's nothing dumber. There is nothing dumber, but people will buy it. Apple takes pieces out of your computer and sells them back to you saying that they're brave. You can sell anything. As long as you're not hurting people, and even if it doesn't serve a function, if you can sell it or put it into a service, don't be afraid to do it. Just go for it. There's no such thing as a bad idea. And the second thing, surround yourself with good people. Because you brought it up earlier, like the love I have for my wife, I'm a difficult person, if you can't tell. I'm a bit of an asshole. And she loves me unconditionally. But with that love, she also corrects me. When I'm out of line, she's like, yo, don't do that. You you know you was wrong. But at the same time, she pushes me. And her, my mother, the people I surround me with, I don't surround myself with Yasmin. You have to have the right people in your corner. They will help you. They will push you. They will motivate you. I've never been afraid to launch a new idea, take on a new adventure, because I know that the people that are around me will support me and give me everything that I need. You know, I've talked about my stepfather. He always gave me the the incentive to go forward. You know, he didn't give me a silver spoon, but he showed me the ways. He helped me figure things out. Like I said, my wife has been an incredible asset. My mother has been incredible to me. But if you find those people that support you, not once you get on, you know, everybody's up there like, yo, let me get a piece of that. But the people who there who don't want anything from you, but just you are better than any amount of money that you can ever have. You know, any advice, nothing can compete to a friend or a partner that believes in you no matter what and wants the best for you. Just following your own path, taking your own, like taking your own ideas and pushing them forward with the right team, right people to push you, help you, or whatever it may be. It's one of the most invaluable things that you can have in your life. Those two things will take you further than anything else, in my opinion. I love that. This has like a, been a recurring thing mm-hmm. on our podcast. Somebody always goes back to surrounding yourself with the right people. I'm a mm-hmm. firm believer in that. Obviously, you are. It's led to some of your success. And I love that. I just want to say, I think your story is amazing. The fact that Two Chains invested into you, the That's fact that your wife was able to, with the puts up with you. The fact that your wife with the pandemic, I always say there's blessings in disguise. And I know your mom said things happen for a reason, everything like that. Um, <laughs> she made you miss out on some a great pair of dunks. But I'm a firm believer that blessings do come in disguises. And sometimes when you're uncomfortable or is when you're when your greatest version of yourself will come out. So the fact that the pandemic helped your wife realize like, hey, I'm I'm going on, I'm putting all my, my chips in one basket and we're going for it. Kudos to you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. But before I leave you, before we leave you off, I do want to talk about one thing. You had tweeted um, something that you wanted to talk about. Um, who would you kick off an island? What was, if you could off anybody, if you, your wife, oh. let's say... Yeah. What what was that? Can you go back to that? I was I was okay. hysterically laughing. He was like, I can't wait to get on a podcast so I could tell people who I would boot off. So I had never heard of a show called Down Plane 29 or something. It's like the kids bop version of Lord of the Flies. 
Not kids' version. <laughs> so, again, most of my tweets come from me yelling about stupid things and my wife, like, just pick up your phone. I've always had this belief, if the zombie apocalypse pops off, we get stuck somewhere, you got to start killing people. You know, you can't have that one person like, oh, I'm sick. Boom, you're dead. <laughs> and there was a kid on the show. He's the emo kid. He's a loner and he has a knife. And he's just sitting there like sawing stuff. And I was like, the first night, as soon as he goes to sleep, I'm going to introduce him to a rock. Boom. <laughs> he's going to have a rock friend. He's going to have a rock friend. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to introduce him to the pet rock. Like, I'm not going to be on an island with some emo kid with a knife. Like, I'm not a fighter. And I'm up. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Now we got food for weeks. Yeah, you are hilarious. If you guys want to check out more, Devon, where can they find you at? Give them all of your social media. Give them the plug. I don't advise it. I'm a horrible person to follow. But if you're on Twitter, I'm at God of Frames. If you want to see me whine about stuff, post my sites, and then talk about, you know, busting people in the head with rocks, I'm on Twitter. If you just want to see me be a family man and a businessman, I'm on Instagram at frame underscore God, G-A-W-D. And you can check out my websites, insearchofshop.com or Winsult, W-I-N. Um, damn, I can't spell. S-U-L-T. I always misspelling. Look, I told you I'm not a writer. Not a writer, a numbers guy. I don't know how you are so successful, but you are. It's your charming personality. It's the personality. It's the That's personality. Don't let me write. Don't don't ask me to solve no math problems. I'll talk my way in. I just don't give me a pen and pencil. I mean a pencil. <laughs> I love it so much. Davon, thank you so much. Kudos you, to you guys. You. Again, if you guys can. Go follow my guy on Twitter. It's God of Frames, G-A-W-D of Frames on Twitter. Again, Instagram. And um, make sure you check out Winsults, W-I-N-S-U-L-T-S dot com. Go check them out. Thank you guys so much. We're out of here. Till the next episode. Peace.